Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin, and now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 14. I feel a whole new body. I feel like like the other uh, week I was with my cousin and she's like, you have a butt? You've never had a butt? And I'm like, I know. I have a, <laughs> I have a butt now. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. Welcome to the Food Heals Podcast. I'm Allison Melody. Susie's out of town, but I have a fantastic co-host and guest today. And I have an amazing, fantastic theme song for you, Allison Melody. I can't wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeff Incorporated. Oh, 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 
It's the modern day Laverne and Shirley here. I love it. So why does it represent us? Because they're two badass biatches that are headed for the big city to make it. Just like me and you, best friends for life. Oh, yeah. Well, we live in L.A. and we're going to New York in three weeks, two yes, weeks. Yes, we are. Yeah. We are going to go on a, the Big Apple trip of a lifetime. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. All right. Let me introduce you. So, like most successful people who make it happen in Hollywood, she's a rock star producer by day, works on passion projects by night, cheers to that, and does a killer Britney Spears impression only after she's had a few. Please welcome Rebecca Ham. Lucky for you, I've already had a few, so we're <laughs> going to see what happens tonight. I can't wait until Brittany comes out. Uh, me neither. I think she's already here. Yes. My inner Brittany's always with me, though. It, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. For the record. I know. There's nothing better than Rebecca's inner Brittany or Rebecca's karaoke Brittany. That's true. But um, my favorite Brittany is shaved head, go crazy Brittany. So, yes. but hopefully we don't take this podcast to that level. We shall see. We <laughs> just don't make me mad. All right. So today, Rebecca and I are going to give you eight tips to stay healthy and de-stress throughout your workday. But first, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by the Global Healing Center, which offers health and cleansing kits, organic skincare products, natural anti-aging creams, and so much more. And if you listen to the show regularly, you know that I am personally in love with the Parfait Visage face cream, and the Aqua Spirit spray that my husband and my in-laws, Michelle, Priscilla, Lisa, you know who you are, are totally addicted to the Oxy Powder Detox Capsules. So stay tuned because later in the show, we will tell you how to get a discount on Global Healing Center products. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. All right. So our topic is tips and tricks to stay healthy and de-stress when you're working long days. Maybe you sit at a desk all day. Maybe you have a long commute. Whatever it is that makes your day long and or stressful, we're going to give you our tips for staying healthy during the workday. So Rebecca's a great guest for this because she works very hard, almost harder than anyone I know. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> so what is your typical day like? Sure. So a typical day for me um, usually uh, begins and ends with waking up and going straight for that cell phone or computer. It's not the healthiest thing, but anyone who works in the entertainment ind- industry can attest to this sort of habit that we get into because especially when you're doing a lot of content and you have so much going on, you're dealing with different coasts and sometimes even different countries. And so you're always on that phone or that, that, uh, the internet. Um, so I wake up, I get my phone. Um, but then, you know, I, I sort of realized that I had to sort of like take it down. I had to find ways to kind of, um, decompress and not just be working all the time. But just going through a typical day um, consists of waking up. I do do some exercise in the morning. Um, I've been doing these great smoothies that help me concentrate in the morning. And then I'm working all day through until usually late. Um, a typical day, I'll wrap around between like 7, 8, or 9. But if I'm on set, it'll be super late. You know, it could even be 1 in the morning by the time we're done, even later. Yeah. So a typical day, if you're in the office, you might end at nine, but you are still going home and checking that email, that type of thing, right? Yes, exactly. And then that's where I really had to learn because I started 
basically losing it, you know? You don't make any time for yourself when you're working that many hours. So I really had to, like, find tips and tricks that help me sort of de-stress and, you know, I call it come to Jesus, come back to my (laughs) inner self and just touch base with yourself because you're the most important thing. If I don't work, then nothing else around me can work either if I'm not healthy, so. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I love what you said. It's like you got to check in with yourself and say, how are you doing? What do you need? Mm -hmm. What does your body need? What does your emotion, emotional state need? You know, so that's great that you realize that and you're able to, you know, take the steps to, to get there. And so tell everyone listening what exactly you do. So they have a a little bit of an understanding. So I um, produce commercials, TV and music videos. I did a feature film also um, last year that we're still finishing. I basically do everything in production in terms of different genres, but um, I'm a producer. I'm currently a supervising producer at an agency called Digital Kitchen. Um, They're really famous for uh, doing opening title sequences. They did Dexter, Six Feet Under, True Blood, and then they do a whole bunch of other content that I help them with. So How cool. It's a very busy lifestyle, my friend. Lots of traveling. (laughs) Yeah, and you travel a lot. So you're out of town like 30 or 40% of the year. What would you say? Yeah, I travel um, almost every other week. I'm in an airplane. So that's another um, thing that was adding stress to my life that I really had to um, figure out things that I could do even in a hotel um, just to kind of make sure that I was sane and stable and adjusting to time zones and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So Rebecca and I are going to give you eight tips. We're going to go through our days and give you eight tips to stay healthy and kind of de-stress throughout your day so that you can be your best self. You can be your best self at work. You can be your best self at home and you can be your best self to yourself, right? Because that's really what it's all about. What's the job matter if you're miserable? What's the job matter if you're, you know, unhappy at home or unhappy with yourself? Yeah, and like I said, you know, there is no job if there's no you. Yeah. You have to be present, aware, and mentally healthy to perform. And when you're in a role like that, so many other things are relying on you. Yeah. And if if you're not okay, then the kind of the train kind of stops, you yeah. know. Anyways. Absolutely. All right, let's start with the morning. How do you start your day? What's your jump start routine? Okay. So if I can, I try to do um, a run because that's usually the only time I can get exercise if I know I'm going to be doing one of those long days. If I know it's a shorter day, then yes, I could exercise at night. But typically, I try uh, to get up and do an easy 30-minute run. I just got that Apple iWatch. I love that thing because that's another thing that actually helps me track my steps and everything, my heart monitor, um, and making sure that I'm like hitting my goals for the day. Um, so so I basically get up, I do my run, um, I check in with my watch, and then I've been doing this new thing in the morning where I make um, a smoothie before I go to work, and I put this um, brain octane fuel mm-hmm. in the smoothie. Now, the brand I use is Bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's lots of other brands out there, but I love this brand. It tastes so delicious. It's like a coconut-flavored one is the one I've been doing yep. lately. And um, I have two recipes that I really love. Um, would you like to hear them? I would love to. I love the Brain Octane oil. My husband and I use them too. And I feel like it's just that extra jumpstart you need to your day for the brain. Because that's exactly. it's targeted. You know, the brain's an organ too. The brain is... You know, we don't think about making sure our brain is healthy. Yes, I go running, of course, because otherwise I'd be sitting all day. But the brain, if you're not mentally sound and alert, you can't multitask like that, you yeah. know? 
Anyway, so that's the brand I've been using. Um, and people need a boost that are in these high stress jobs. So it's like if we weren't being forced to use our brains at high capacity all the time, we wouldn't need a brain octane oil, right? Yeah. It's only necessary for people who are already in these situations to really boost that, in my opinion. Like, if we were sitting doing yoga all day on a mountain and hanging out with our family or having picnics all day, then it's not necessary. But when we're living in this high-stress life, this high-stress jobs, then it's something that you can really add to your diet to really enhance your brain function and, and keep yourself going throughout the day. But please, share your recipes. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree with what you were saying. Um, so yeah, recipes. So I, uh, my first recipe, it's really easy. It's just half a cup of strawberries, half a cup of mango, one banana, a little bit of ice. Um, it's recommended to use one tablespoon of that bulletproof, um, brain octane, but I use two. I just need my extra boost. Um, and then I do a cup of almond milk. Mm-hmm. That's the first recipe. If you don't have a banana, it's fine. Um, I definitely recommend doing the frozen veg- or fruits versus, um, versus raw fruit because it helps give it that coldness that you need to really make a smoothie take t- taste delicious. You could easily use raw as well, though, and just maybe add ice. You just add ice. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what I do. But frozen or raw, the point is you're getting in all those antioxidants from the fruit. Absolutely. And definitely organic all the way. Yeah. I do not use anything that has processed or chemicals on it um it's just like what's the point you're trying to detox you're trying to make yourself feel better why are you going to put chemicals in exactly yeah um so i do that and then another modified version of another recipe if you want something with a little bit more tropical flavor um i do um one cup of mango one cup of pineapple ice two tablespoons of that bulletproof um, brain octane and one cup of almond milk and that's really it you can do a lot with these with these fruits like just experiment with your favorite flavors like if you're more mango if you're more blueberries you know you can True. throw them in together but i love both of those recipes they sound perfect uh, so so that's my morning routine what's yours allison <laughs> so um i do the smoothie as well i always do a smoothie and or a juice um so i'll do a similar smoothie to yours i have lots of recipes on holisticvoice.org. But one thing that I want to add to your morning routine, and I do like to work it out in the morning if I have time. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, but what I'd like to add is I start my day journaling. And this is not the journal of a 16-year-old girl going... Dear diary, here's what happened today. This is a very specific way of journaling where you're going to write about what you're grateful for. Why? Because that's going to set your tone from the day. Is it like a gratitude journal? It is a gratitude journal, but there's more to it. So the first part would be a gratitude journal. So you're going to say, I am grateful for my dog. I am grateful for my home. I am grateful for my family. Anything you want to say, right? If we start our day thinking about all the things that we have to do, like the stress coming up. Oh my gosh, I have to prepare for that meeting. Oh my gosh, I have that phone call. Oh my gosh, I didn't do this last night, so I have to do it first thing in the morning. We start our day rushed. The whole day becomes a rushed mess. So you really want to start in a place of positivity and a place of gratitude. So that's the first thing I do. And this is not a long list. 
just a few minutes, just sit there in gratitude. That is going to set the tone for your day. And then I set my intentions for the day. So these can be general or specific, depending on what I need to accomplish. If I have a very specific goal, like I want to go into that meeting and shine and show the company why they want to hire me, you know, whatever it is. Or if it's very general, like I want to experience a happy, blessed day. It can be very general, just it doesn't matter. So you can set specific intentions. You can set general intentions. The point is to set positive, happy intentions for that day. So mm. you do your gratitude. You set your intentions. This can take five minutes. This is not a huge commitment. You don't have to sit there and write for 30 minutes. I definitely recommend writing for long periods of time because I think that writing is very powerful. But I know that mornings can be rushed, especially if you have kids or a job to get to that you have to be at a certain time or you're trying to get to a workout class before you go to work at 6 a.m., whatever. This is a five-minute journaling exercise. Let's say you don't have five minutes. Write two sentences. Set your day right from the beginning. Then go to your smoothie, then go to your run, or then go to work, whatever you need to do. But okay, at least start with positivity. Yes. For someone who doesn't like to write and won't have the time, can I just like think my positive thoughts in my head? You can. And my intentions? You absolutely can think them. I think there's a lot of power in the thoughts in your head. However, the power of writing it down takes it to the next level. There's books about this. So one of them that I definitely recommend is called Write It Down, Make It Happen. It's a beautiful book. And the you know what comes to mind, just because you're here, is um, in one of the sections of the book, there's a story of a woman who writes love letters to her future husband. And she writes about all the wonderful travels they're doing and how he treats her and how wonderful it is. And she writes him love letters. And she basically manifests them into being. And eventually she gets married to someone and she shows him the letters and he's like, oh my God, it's me. She's like, it's you. She wrote it down and she made it happen. So I'm not saying if you write down every morning, your future husband's going to come knocking on your door that morning, but I am saying the power of intention and the power of writing is huge. Got it. So basically I need to update my Tinder profile. <laughs> Absolutely. And your match.com and whatever else is out there these days. <laughs> that's that's so five years ago, Ali. No one's on match.com. Anymore. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Okay. It's Tinder and what else? That's it right now. I heard of Bumble. What about Bumble? I know. I've heard that one's good. Tinder's not so great, so maybe I should try Bumble. One of our guests did tell me that she was on Bumble, and the reason that it was so great is because the woman has to message the man, so it's all about like female empowerment. Like You don't wait for the guy to come to you. You have to go to the guy, so maybe you can try that one. I mean, that's more manifesting. I could just manifest a love letter when I message the guy. I could like write him a love letter and create him into being. <laughs> I don't Have know I taken you wanna, this too far? I don't want to be, I don't think you want to send it to the guy <laughs> yet. Okay. This is just right. for you. This is your private journal. Okay. All right. <laughs> don't show your journal to anyone. It's your private thoughts. <laughs> All right. right. Fine. So let's move on to lunchtime. So what do you do during lunch to keep your day healthy and to de-stress? For me, I have maybe a unique lunch situation where every day um, we don't leave. Food is literally brought to our desk because we're moving at such lightning speed that um, no one can get a break, a proper break. So I don't think that's unique. I think a lot of companies probably. do that. Well, definitely out here in Hollywood, anyone that works in the industry. Now, if you're on set, you have like a craft service and there's set times and you know if they don't hit those times, there's meal penalties and things like that that are right. incurred. But when you're doing the office portion of the work before you're on set, you you oftentimes don't get to leave. So what I have done to try and come 
combat the effects of just sitting in that desk and staring at a computer screen all day is I'll just do little things to basically um, stretch during that time. Um, sometimes I will literally stand up and I will eat or do my emails standing up. I know they have a lot of those standing desks right now. Yeah. I don't have one myself, but um, I can see the benefits of those for sure. And um, I also have a little piece of paper that's printed out that I stick to my wall that shows how to do yoga stretches in your office chair because so many people um, are sitting in their desks all day. Yeah. And this woman came to our office once and kind of just dropped off these little pamphlets and I stuck mine to the wall and it's so simple. It's literally some of it's like leaning back in your chair and like stretching your arms over your head and like maybe just stretching your side bodies or something just to keep that blood flowing and not being being sedentary in the desk all day. So that's really it. No, that's great because the problem is is that we sit at desks for so long in the modern age that we're we're changing our spine and we're changing the the shape and form of our bodies by sitting at a desk all day. And that's not good for anyone. And looking at the phone, looking down all the time, that's mm-hmm. super unhealthy. So anything that you can do to reverse that by reversing your back backwards and yoga poses are a perfect example is a great thing. And I've done things where I've been sitting at a desk for long periods of time where I've set a timer, you know, to go off every 30 minutes and just to get up and stretch. I will say too, you know, I was talking about this Apple Watch again, but um, it has an automated timer in it that makes you stand and it'll beep at you and it'll say time to stand. And I actually love it. At first I was a little annoyed by it, but it'll even be at my house when I'm just sitting on my couch watching TV or whatever I'm doing. And that thing will go off and I will stand and watch the TV because it's just just making sure that you're standing, you're getting all your steps in, your blood is still flowing, and it really helps. That is awesome. I'll have to get one. I don't have one yet. They're great. <laughs> I highly recommend. I know. I just feel like it's another thing that's Device. too high tech that I have to deal with. Like <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> True. It, it is a lot of things talking to you at one time. Yeah. But there's something to be said for this because I had a chiropractor maybe six months ago say to me like, okay, what's your day to day? Are you sitting at a desk a lot? And I was like, I edit all the time. I'm sitting at a desk most of my day. Even if I get up to exercise or take a break, I'm sitting most of the day. And he was like a sedentary lifestyle is what is leading people to disease and is the reason that we're not living to be 100 years old. He's like, there's Mm. no reason that man can't live to 100. But when we're sitting all day, our organs are slowly shutting down over all these years of sitting. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And so I want to I want my organs to function at high capacity. And I know that I'm still going to sit a lot because I'm an editor and I'm at the computer all the time. And I love what I do. But at the same time, you got to take those breaks. You got to walk, you got to do your yoga, you got to stretch, you know, got to exercise. Otherwise, I mean, it's basically like you're doomed. <laughs> I don't like to be... My ne- organs are shutting down, yeah. Allison. I don't like to be negative, but it's like you got to get up. And we all we all suffer from this. Like, no one's alone out there sitting at their desk. We all do this. But, like, keep, sit up straight. You know, sit on a balance ball. They have the... Are they called balance balls that you can sit on? And they have some, my problem with them is that um, they don't have a back and my back gets really, really uncomfortable when I don't, I can't sit at a bar stool. I've been like this my whole life. It's very uncomfortable. So sitting on a balance ball for a long period of time actually hurts my back worse. But now they have them with chairs 
on the back of the balance ball. So you can sit and lean. So you're still getting that core workout, but you have the back. And so I tried this out at a company and I was absolutely addicted. And I just found them on Amazon. So I think I have to order some for What's this office. What's the brand? What is it? There's a bunch of brands. I think Gaia makes them. There's huh. a ton of brands out there. Okay. I can look them up, but they're on Amazon. You can just look balance ball chair and it'll come up like balance ball off office chair. Cool. It'll come up. I want one too. I know. Cause it works your <laughs> core, but then you also, don't have to hold yourself up if you have pain that way, which I always have. Yeah, like, I sort of do too. Yeah, so something Anyways, to check out. Well, what's your is that your uh, your mid afternoon routine? It's actually not, but I will add that in. So we'll have more <laughs> than eight tips because you started out with two. So we'll <laughs> I got to catch up. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, my afternoon tip is really it's going to sound silly, but eat a healthy lunch. And while you're eating your healthy lunch, don't eat something that is going that, you know, tastes good at the moment. That's going to make you feel bad later, because a lot of times what happens is you're in a job that you hate. And the only thing you have to look forward to is your lunch. And so you get something really fattening or unhealthy or a side of fries or a milkshake or whatever. And then you're going to feel awful come three o'clock. You're going to start you know, coming down off that little high that that lunch gave you. And no one wants that. That's miserable. And so my number one is eat a healthy lunch. And then part two of that is take digestive enzymes with your lunch and your dinner too. Wait, what are those? Because I seriously don't know. Okay. So a lot of times our bodies are not producing the enzymes that we need to digest certain foods. So if you are eating something that you don't even know that your body has a hard time digesting. A lot of people have a hard time digesting dairy. A lot of people have a hard time digesting gluten, soy, the list goes on and on. You may not know that about your body, but the digestive enzymes will help you digest whatever it is that you're eating. Doesn't It's not an excuse to eat bad. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> If you're not eating a plant-based, nutrient-rich diet at every meal, then you're probably not digesting your food that well, plus the fact that you're sitting down. So if you don't have time to go running or take a walk shortly after you eat, which is the best way to digest, not sitting, it's the best way to digest is standing up and walking, then take those digestive enzymes because they're going to give you that boost of digestion. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling bloated after lunch, a lot of times that's the problem. So either take a walk or take your digestive enzymes or do both, but that's going to help because if you're sitting that whole time, your, your organs are not digesting well and you're hunched over. It's like not ideal. Like, Think of the cavemen or whatever, you know, our ancestors back in the day who were foraging for food, they're walking constantly. They don't have constipation problems that we have and digestive issues that we have. So that's just an easy way. Digestive enzymes, you can buy them at the store. There's tons of different brands. Look at your brands, you know, get them from a reputable store. Get them from your local health food store. Don't get them from GNC. Sorry, but get them from somewhere that you trust and ask, ask the people, hey, what's a good one? Cool. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the afternoon. So we all know after you eat lunch, sometimes, unless you've taken your digestive enzymes and done everything we're talking about, you might hit the mid-afternoon slump, which is like three o'clock, four o'clock, depending on your schedule, right? So you're kind of coming down, you get tired and you're like, oh, I don't want to work anywhere, but I still have to sit here for another three hours or whatever it is, right? So how do you, Rebecca, get over that mid-afternoon slump or how do you avoid it? Sure. So, um, this year has been a really interesting one. I, um, my doctor basically said that I had to cut coffee out, which like, it was a big freak out of my life because I <laughs> was a coffee addict. I'm addict sure so many people. Morning. Yes. Especially in production too. You know, I was just like a Starbucks junkie. 
So basically, I've had to reintroduce tea into my life, mm-hmm. which now I'm in love with tea and coffee gets me so jolty. I still like the taste of it. Like, you know, you and I were out today. I got a decaf. I really like the way it tastes. Mm-hmm. I just can't have it with caffeine in it. So, um, I will do a very healthy snack with a little bit of energy. Nothing with carbs, gluten, um, processed or sugar or white flour. It has to be something protein based. So generally almonds because they have them at my work. I'll do like a little cupful of almonds. And then if I'm really slumping, I'll do, um, like a green tea. Um, but if, if you don't want to do a green tea, I would recommend even just doing an herbal tea because that hot water helps reawaken your system and kind of just give it that sort of wake up feeling. Um, and that really helps me get through my mid, my mid afternoon slump. That's awesome. You know, tea is a great solution. And if you need the caffeine, you can have a tea with caffeine. If you don't and you want to just get the boost, you know, with all the antioxidants and everything that's in tea, there's like a mint tea. There's all kinds of really delicious teas that, you know, are caffeine free. There's green tea that's caffeine free as well. Um, but I would just say get organic tea because that can be just as processed as, you know, our food supply, unfortunately. Yeah. But I love tea. I think that's a great tip. Cool. And almonds are a great snack. I mean, very filling. You have a small amount that's very filling and they've got the healthy fat. Unless, as long as you don't have a nut allergy, I think it's pretty much a perfect snack. Yeah. Um, so what about you? What do you do? Um, well, I do a green juice and I do coffee too. So I do understand the coffee thing, but my opinion is that green juice is going to give you just as big of a boost as coffee, but without the crash that the caffeine and usually the sugar will give you, right? As you know, like a lot of the lattes that you get are full of sugar. Mm-hmm. That plus the caffeine, it's going to give you that temporary boost that I understand people love. And I love it too. I've been there. But... It's going to give you that crash, and then you're going to feel worse than before you had that coffee. So my opinion is drink a green juice because you're going to get all this energy from the juice, and you're not going to have the crash. And if you're going to have coffee, have it once in a while, but don't have it every day. Because the problem is if you have coffee every day, you start to become addicted, whether you know it or not. So then when you don't have that coffee, you start experiencing withdrawal symptoms. So you get headaches, you don't feel well, you start craving coffee. And you don't have to do that, right? So what I prefer to do is mid-afternoon is always a green juice. And those ingredients can be anything from like spinach and kale and apple to something more fruity, like something that has nutrition in it that is a juice, right? You can do a smoothie too. I have nothing against a smoothie at that time. Juice or a smoothie, fresh squeeze, cold press, organic, that is going to give you a huge boost of energy. And without all the caffeine and sugar that a coffee latte is going to give you. But I still do coffee once in a while. I have no problem doing coffee. I still enjoy coffee. But I just want to make sure that I'm not addicted to it. Mm. Because people that are addicted to it get headaches. And the only way to cure their headache is a cup of coffee. Because <laughs> they're an addict. And you just don't want to do that. Now, coffee is good. It stimulates brain function. I totally understand that. I appreciate that. But too much coffee, it's acidic. It's going to, it messes with your digestion. It's just not something you want to have, you know, more than a few times a day. You really don't want to have it on a daily basis. But So, like, what do you recommend? Because you 
and most people don't have a juicer at their office. So do you buy it from your local health food store and then just bring it to work with you? So what I used to do is I would make juice at my house with my juicer and I would bottle it and bring it with me. So you can make a juice and you can bottle it. It'll last about three days as long as you keep it closed contained. Don't leave it open to the oxygenation of the air. So you want to leave it in a closed container and that'll last up to three days. Um, now, because of my location of my home, I can walk to <laughs> about three different juice bars that will make me a juice for $5. And at this point in my life, I'd rather spend $5 on the fresh made juice than clean the juicer. <laughs> That's just where I'm at. That's just the honest truth. So Ain't no shame, girl. Yeah. And so now I'm just going to walk and get my juice. I'll bring it to wherever I'm going. I'll bring it to a client or I'll have it at my house. I'll have it in my fridge. I'll have it in the client's fridge if I'm working at an office, you know. So I definitely juice every day. I juice more than once a day, most most days. Um, but yeah, you can make it at home if you're really good at that. There's so many recipes online or you can just experiment. Like get some watermelon, get some spinach, get some strawberries, just put a bunch of stuff together. It's going to taste pretty good, mm-hmm. right? Or you can go buy your juice at a juice store. There's so many nowadays. It depends on where you live. That's the truth. You know, I know the bigger cities have a lot more options and I'm blessed. Well, we're blessed where we live to have so many options for True. affordable organic juice. But if you're living in a city that doesn't have or a town that doesn't have those options, just make it at home. A juicer is the best investment you can make in your health. A juicer and a blender, you know, because you got to get all the greens in. You're going to have so many more fruits and vegetables in that juice or in that smoothie than you ever possibly could sit there and eat a bowl of, you know, because you can fit so much stuff (laughs) into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my afternoon tip. (laughs) Next is the evening. All right. So Rebecca, how do you unwind at the end of a long day? Um, do you mean like besides the two glasses of red wine I drink every night? <laughs> I hope they're organic, but yes, what else do you do? Sometimes they are. <laughs> okay, that's a joke. I don't drink two glasses of wine every night. Mom, not every night. Mom, don't don't worry. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> you don't need to call the Betty Ford Clinic. Um, okay, so I, um, in all seriousness... Um, because again, going back to the lifestyle of running around and always being on that email and the phone, the email and the phone are bigger culprits of my attention and time than the TV. I watch maybe like two shows and they're both on DVR and I watch them usually on the weekends. But, um, the big, big, um, issues in trying to unwind is shutting off that computer, TV and phone an hour. And if you don't, if you can't do an hour, I get it. But then try to do at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. Because what I was finding is I couldn't sleep. And I thought I had anxiety issues. And I tried taking sleeping pill. Um, I took an Ambien only once because I thought I was on the magical mystery tour and the walls were breathing and <laughs> it wasn't so fun. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like a drug trip, but you know, I couldn't wake up in the morning. I was groggy and I ended up showing up to work like two hours late. I mean, that stuff really affects you. Yeah. And I've heard now that they make women's dosages smaller than men's because they didn't understand the drug so well. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of scary stories of women like driving in the middle of the night, basically drunk driving and not remembering it in the morning. You know, I believe it. It's scary. I mean, it's really, again, I was, I was a beetle and I <laughs> was in the yellow submarine. Okay. So wow. I know some people have to take these drugs to go to bed. I've substituted, if I'm, really hurting and I can't sleep because of anxiety or stress. I'll take like a melatonin capsule Mm -hmm. that has helped me in the past. But really, I find that just shutting those things off um, 30 minutes to an hour and then just kind of like decompressing um, in my bed. um, That's another thing to not try to just get so tired where you're falling asleep on the couch. Like go wash your face, do your routine, brush your teeth turn off all the lights um do anything you can to shut all your devices off and really really unwind yeah i totally agree and in episode six we had you and i's mutual friend kimberly vanderbeek on Mm -hmm. and she talked about how much the light from i think it's blue light um from cell phones and computers really affects us affects our brains and affects us and, and affects our ability to sleep and so she absolutely had that advice as well and she said that her, there were, um, a special set of glasses that you could get if you absolutely had to check your phone and everything like that. But she said that her brother-in-law, Jared Vanderbeek, would take special glasses, even wearing them to the movies because of how much that light affects you. Wow. And so it's really important to get that light from the computer, from the tablet, from the television, from the, co- you know, mm-hmm. all of that out of your life at least an hour if not more before bed because it really messes with your sleep and then sleeping in the dark like you said is actually really important people don't realize that and she said because she has kids she has to sleep with a little bit of light on but you know you can wear a sleep mask and things like that so if you have kids if you need a light on for whatever reason maybe you're scared of burglars I don't know like you live in a city like I've slept with a light on when I thought I was getting robbed (laughs) when I thought when when my husband is out of town I thought someone was breaking in so I totally get that but it's basically like sleep in the dark, turn off everything you can. You know, if you're going to read, read with a book light for an hour before bed. Do you know how helpful that is to have all that light out of your purview? (laughs) Yeah, I, it does definitely help me. And it took some learning. It took a learning curve, you know, because I just kept thinking, oh, well, I can't sleep because I have anxiety or I can't sleep because I am stressed and I can't sleep because I have sleep issues. No, I didn't have any of that. I just couldn't turn everything off. Yeah, because you're reading also really helps too. reading a book. Yeah. Oh, that'll knock me out, reading a book. I know. I love reading before bed. It's so nice. It's so much better than looking at Facebook, looking at Tinder, looking at Twitter. (laughs) Well, you're not looking at Tinder, but I am. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, get off the email, get off the phone. What do you need to see now that you don't, that can wait until tomorrow? Absolutely. Like, unless, I understand, like, if you have a 6 a.m. call time for a job, fine, but, like, in general, on 90% of the days, get off the phone. Just get off. You don't need to see that Facebook or that meme or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or who liked or who swiped right or is it left? (laughs) Uh, right is like, yeah. Oh yeah, who swiped right? You can, you can find out tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, fine, I will. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was your tip. Okay, so married lady, what's your nighttime routine since you're not on the tender these days? So I don't do this every night. 
But after a long, stressful day, if I have a shoot, if I've worked 12 hours, whatever it is, my go-to is really a hot bath with meditation and music. So people think meditation, you have to do this like really deep thing. And yes, it can be that. But for me, it is sitting in the hot water, letting my body just chill the F out, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything that I've done that day, whether it was exercise, whether it was sit at a desk, you know, upsetting my back, it's like relax in that hot water. Hot water is very healing and it burns calories. So, you know, help with the weight loss. That's what your goal is. But sitting in this really hot water, putting on some amazing, calming, healing music, because I believe in the healing power of music 100%. Even if it's Britney, if Britney's your thing and that's what heals you, put her on, dance, I don't care. Don't worry, I ain't listening to Britney in the bathtub. (laughs) It's Madonna, right? Just kidding. Not in the bathtub. (laughs) So anyways, let's put on this healing music and then just lay there. And this is a good time to do your gratitude again. Like you said, if you don't want to write it down, this is a perfect time to say, I am grateful for or like think about the intentions that you made earlier in the day and did they come true and if they didn't set them again make them powerful what do you want to happen what are you putting out there and these are only positive things try not to think about the negative things and if you do just let them pass let them Mm. out all right all right this is annoying this has happened i hate that girl you know f that guy whatever you know let it out and then let yourself experience a peace let yourself experience a non-stressful moment after that long day right and just listen to the music relax get that heat in your body and you're going to feel so much better after a bath i can't even tell you it sounds so inviting i wish it was in the bathtub right now <laughs> well i have one so you know you can take the same that kind of podcast <laughs> not that kind of show <laughs> all right we'll be right back with rebecca ham and a bonus round questions of how she stays healthy in today's toxic high-stress society oh my gosh i have no idea what you're about to ask me <laughs> we'll be right back Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals Podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, if you are looking for the highest quality supplements, the most luscious organic skincare, and a brand name that you can trust to be free from toxic chemicals, look no further than the Global Healing Center. I have been using their products for years, their Parfait Visage Face lotion literally makes my skin look younger and it comes in a beautiful bottle so it is perfect as a gift as well and the oxy powder colon cleanse capsules are the most powerful detox supplements i have ever used they get everything out and they don't leave you feeling full or uncomfortable the mission of the global healing center is to bring back good health positive thinking happiness and love and they want to help you realize that your body is a self-healing mechanism Well, I couldn't agree more. So I've teamed up with Dr. Group and the Global Healing Center to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website at globalhealingcenter.com, pick out the items you want, and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, for 20% off your purchase, plus free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. 20% off is a great deal, Food Heals Nation. I love their products, and I know you will too. All right. 
We're back with Rebecca Ham, and she is a producer to the stars, and she is here to tell us how she de-stresses and lives a healthy lifestyle while <laughs> living in this stressful, toxic world. All right, so you told us about running, but what else is your secret to getting in shape? Because I know you've gotten really into a certain exercise lately. Tell oh, me yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, you know what it is, girl. Um, so... <laughs> I am addicted to this Pilates, but it's not just Pilates. It's called endurance Pilates. So I had taken private lessons before and kind of just, I was like, whatever, it was fine. But this endurance Pilates takes Pilates to the next level where it's almost like boot camp cardio meets the reformer and they had a baby and the baby is called endurance Pilates. So (laughs) you are sitting there on a carriage and it's one of these things where you literally, you cannot stop doing it because you will fall on the ground because there's a hole underneath you. So if you want to, if you want to take a break, you have to pull that carriage back in and push it right back out. Um, it's been great. I have like, I feel a whole new body. I feel like, like, the other uh, week I was with my cousin and she's like, you have a butt? You've never had a butt? And I'm like, I know. I have a, <laughs> I have a butt now from Endurance Pilates. I go to FitMix. Um, it's on La Brea and near Melrose in, in Hollywood. Um, it's on Clinton Street in Hollywood. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. And if you can't do Pilates, um, if they don't offer that in your city, um, I would recommend probably doing some form of yoga. It's kind of a... It's like a yoga hybrid um, thing. But look into it because, oh my gosh, it's the best. So if you want a butt, Endurance Pilates. Yes. Find Endurance Pilates in your city. (laughs) Well, and I feel like for me, I was taking privates on the reformer as well before I was taking classes because I was really intimidated by the classes. Me too. I was scared. Because you don't know what that thing is. Yeah. The reformer. It's like a big machine. Yeah. you're, You're a little you. And the funny thing is, is that I took privates for so long that when I started to take the actual classes, they were much harder than the privates. Same for me. And I think that the instructors take it easy on you, you know, in the privates. But then when you're in the group session, they're like, we're going to make this just as hard as a workout class at your local gym. And so they work you really hard. And I think that was the difference. And, you know, it does get you into shape sooner. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely you have to keep up. Yeah, and the machines are not hard to use. They're very simple. They just look intimidating until you really get into that's it. That's true. That's true. And also, people think it's like just for girls. There's a lot of guys in my classes for yeah. guy, guy listeners, and like they are athletic and they get such a good workout. Yeah. So there was two guys in my class today, and they looked totally in shape. So it's for guys and girls. Doesn't yeah. discriminate. Okay. What's your next question? All right. What's on your workout playlist? Oh my gosh, I just started a new one. Well, what's some of your top picks? Okay, fine. First of all, highly, highly recommend Spotify because not only do I have my own playlist, I follow other people's playlists and that's been great. Um, if the app would launch. So you can do, um, different playlists for different workout routines or do you do the same songs every time? Well, I have to spice it up in my life, you know, because like I get bored. That's the issue. So I just started 2015. I'm going to tell you what's on here right now. I'm not making this up. The Biebs. The Biebs is on the list. I'm going to delete that. That's so embarrassing. Okay. What do you mean? (laughs) I think that song is such a good workout song. Seriously. This one? It's so good. Wait till it gets into the tempo. It's like... 
What do you mean? Then you gotta just run. <laughs> Anyways, okay. This also I got from a Pilates class. This is Sia. It's called Elastic Heart. I like these um, monochromatic type rhythms where you've got the same rhythm happening over and over and over. It's definitely good for running or things like that. Keeping a rhythm. So, um, we're gonna go a little old school for the next one. This is uh, by the famous band Heart. And this song is just so badass. Barracuda. If that doesn't make you want to have your ass kicked, I don't know what does. It's just You're just like, yeah, Barracuda, man. I, I'm going to freaking run my ass off. Uh, the next one is uh, some... I'm going to fast forward. This is a little Tina Turner. Uh, private dancer. The only way to be a private dancer is... Uh, to be really skinny and in shape. Uh, I'm taking the song to a whole new level, but uh, <laughs> uh, I like it. It just keeps me going. Um, this next song is by Django Django. It's called First Light. It's also going back to that monochromatic beat that yeah. happens over and over and over. This band's really great. They're like an English-Scottish band. Um, so... Um, Twin Shadows, Five Seconds. I don't know if you've ever heard this song. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, going back to the rhythmic beat over and Sounds over. Sounds like 80s. It is like 80s, but it's not. It's like hipster now. I thought you were going to have Michael Jackson, Madonna. Well, this is my new one. Those are on my old... I have several, Allie. <laughs> you said what's on my current one. Okay. All right, Rebecca. Where can everyone find you online? Well, besides Tinder, <laughs> you can find me at um, Instagram. My handle is rh in the h. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I go by Rebecca Raylan. Uh, that's my middle name. Yes, I am a Southern girl. Rebecca Raylan, and my mom named me that. How do you spell Raylan? Oh, it's capital R A, capital L Y N N E. It is. So, um, and then you can also find me on Snapchat. That's like my new favorite obsession. I it's know. called The Rebecca Ham. I love Snapchat. Now, none of your names match. Exactly. I know this. I, when all these social media accounts came out, these ideas at the time, I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't want people finding me. And now I'm pretty much screwed because nothing matches. Yeah, nothing matches and now everything's public. So yeah, (laughs) that's the world we live in. It's very true. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. Do you have any final words or tips for our listeners? I just love yourself and make sure, you know, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, just always check in with yourself. You're your most important thing in your life. And if you're not healthy, the world around you can't be healthy, too. All right. That wraps up our interview with Rebecca. And I was telling a friend about this episode the day after we recorded, and he was really interested in the healthy lunch tip. So he said he's the type of person who works so hard every day that when it comes to lunchtime, he just eats the biggest, heaviest meal he can find. Because first of all, it's his only break. He doesn't know when he's going to eat again because he might be working really late. He doesn't know when he's going to get dinner. So he eats a huge meal because he wants to sustain, right? And so he was really interested in the lunch tip as well as the juice tip that you kind of use for your afternoon crash pick-me-up, right? 
So I told him about the digestive enzymes, which are very helpful with digestion. Even if you're eating a healthy meal, sometimes you still feel full and like you haven't had a chance to digest or you're just sitting at the computer so your body isn't able to fully digest your food properly, then the digestive enzymes really give you that boost. Um, but besides that, he asked me for a sample lunch that I frequently eat as well as a sample energy juice recipe. So I figured since he's interested in this question that... Uh, Food Heals Nation would want to know as well. So one easy, healthy lunch recipe that I do all the time is just a simple sandwich, and I get Ezekiel bread, and this is a sprouted bread. It's made from sprouted grains such as quinoa, millet, and chia, and they also have gluten-free options, so they're much healthier than your typical white bread or your typical wheat bread. Um, sprouted bread is lower in starch and it has higher proportions of other nutrients. So more protein, more vitamins, and more minerals. So it's the healthy bread. If you're anti-bread, this is the best kind of bread that you can buy, in my opinion and from my experience. So on the sandwich, I'll start out putting some olive oil and some red wine vinegar on it for flavor. Um, that's kind of the sauce, the spread. I don't want you using mayonnaise or anything like that. They have veganaise. Some people use that. I'm not a big fan. It's really up to you what tastes good to you. Um, but definitely we don't want to put fattening mayonnaise and fattening spreads on our bread. So I do the olive oil and the red wine vinegar. Sometimes if I have it or if I've made it, I'll do pesto because I think that tastes really good. And next I'll chop up some avocado and some tomato and put those on the sandwich because they taste really good on a sandwich. And then I put spinach and sometimes I put basil on the sandwich because basil kind of reminds me of a caprese a sandwich or a caprese salad, and I love those flavors. Um, if I'm craving cheese, I love the mozzarella diet cheese. This cheese will melt if you want to toast your sandwich, so you can make that delicious toasted melted um, sandwich panini style. So diet cheese is vegan, and you know, all of these replacements aren't the most healthy choice, but for me, it's much better for me to have an imitation vegan cheese like diet cheese rather than have dairy, and that's a personal preference because dairy doesn't do well with me, and dairy doesn't do well with a lot of people. So if you're trying to stay away from dairy, but you need that cheese flavor, there's lots of great brands out there that you can check out. So that's a great, easy sandwich. It tastes amazing. It fills you up, and on the side of my my sandwich, I'll do a little mini salad, which is just some of that basil or some of that spinach that I put on the sandwich with some avocado and tomato. And then I drizzle Bragg's liquid aminos over that. And what are those? Those are, it's a soy sauce tasting food, but it's super healthy for you. So the Bragg's liquid aminos has all the amino acids that your body is craving. Um, and it tastes amazing. You put that on an avocado, like I could eat that all day. <laughs> it's one of my favorite foods. And you know, when I first started being a vegetarian, I thought I needed the fake meat. So I would buy the tofurkey and put that on the sandwich. But now I really have no craving for that. But if you're just getting started into the plant-based world or starting a vegan or vegetarian diet, feel free to check it out. I'm not a big proponent of eating these processed foods and these fake meats, but if it does help ease you into better eating habits, then I'm all for it. So really, that's up to you. Try the sandwich. Let me know if you like it. I love it. I eat it all the time. <laughs> Feel free to let me know on social media what you think of that sandwich. And my juice recipe is for what I call a fiery carrot cooler. So the ingredients for your juice are three small to medium carrots, two stalks of celery, one beet, 
a small handful of kale, you gotta get your greens in there, and then one half to a full apple for sweetness, depending on how much sweet you want, because the apple's gonna sweeten it up. To give it that fire, that spice, you're gonna do half an inch to an inch long piece of ginger, and you know, you can play with that too. If you want it more fiery, more spicy, do a little more. If you want a little less, do a little less. But I love the feeling of ginger in my stomach. It's really good for digestion too, so it can help digest that lunch that you've just had, you know, an hour or two ago. So why is this drink good for you? How does it help with energy, right? So carrots are really high in vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, so and they're perfect for juicing. They make so much juice. And celery is very hydrating and alkalizing, and it helps with proper cellular communication. And beets are also really rich in energizing minerals and special phytonutrients that cleanse the liver and the blood. So beets are great for the liver, and the ginger gives it that kick. It gives you that energy boost. So if you haven't had ginger before, take it easy. If you love ginger, you you know how much you can do, right? And the apple adds sweetness, but you know what they say, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So I believe that. (laughs) So that's a great energizing juice that you can do in the middle of the day. I mean, most people don't have a juicer at work, so I'm going to say, make this at home in the morning, bring it to work, and then have it at four o'clock or whatever time you start crashing. Usually that'll give you that boost that you need to keep going and feel better. All right, I'm going to wrap up with today's tweetable. It comes from Rebecca. You're the most important thing in your life. If you're not healthy, the world around you can't be healthy. And if you like that, tweet it back to Rebecca at Rebecca Ray Lynn and tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation. Make sure to use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast. And in the spirit of today's theme of de-stressing, our quote is from designer and fashion icon Vera Wang, who apparently loves baths just as much as I do. My evening really begins when I take a long, hot bath. I light a candle, turn on the news, and try to catch up. It's when I can breathe from day to the night that means a lot to me. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.